Okay. And I'm assuming the palms are off. So with that being said, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, well, 6.40 to about 6.55 Pacific time, which is the time zone that I'm in. Adjust for your time zone. And some of you are later and some of you are earlier than I, but that's, that's where I'm at. For those of you that don't know me, I am Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. And I come to you with a teaching background, but I've had a huge interest in health and nutrition and exercise since I had parents, even when I was back in high school, that had heart disease and diabetes, and I knew I didn't want to travel down either of those particular paths. So the TR, uh, if you ever miss any of these calls, you can go back and pick them up on SoundCloud, spelled S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K. Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and these calls are archived back seven plus years. So almost all the way back to the beginning. And there's some wonderful calls where there's been recipes and things, so it's always good to be able to go back and listen to those. So the TR90 program is one really good clean meal a day, two shakes a day if you're starting out, Three snacks a day, making sure to take those supplements about 20 minutes before a meal. That's when it works best, but if you have to take it with your meal, not a problem. It will still work. Making sure to drink plenty of water. Um, The current thinking is about one ounce of water for every two pounds that you weigh. And with that... Um, So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking at a minimum 50 ounces of water. However, if you're exercising heavily or if you're in a very humid area, you may need to up that because you're losing more fluid than staying hydrated is really important because it helps your system really work well. Getting seven to nine hours of rest daily and making sure to get seven plus servings of fruits and or vegetables daily. The other thing that needs to happen is to make sure that you get 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. You can do more than that, um, but that 150 minutes a week is an absolute minimum, so keep that in mind. Last time I was on, I was sharing some information with you that helps to supplement that TR90 program. And it's information that's out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. Um, this book was, written, was published in 2006, so some of the information is a little bit dated, but a lot of it is still really good. And... I was just getting ready to share some information about why we need to make sure that fiber, we have enough fiber in our diet. Um, I started to tell you that there's two types of fiber. There's um, soluble and insoluble fiber. And with that, based on Dr. Pratt's recommendation, 
on based on fiber that is present in whole foods that's not in fiber supplements. Fiber supplements may not contain the health-promoting anti-cancer and anti-cardiovascular healthy nutrients that are present in whole high-fiber foods. So I'll be sharing some information with you. And one of them should be a new respect for fiber and making an active effort to eat more of it. Fiber is an essential nutrient vital to our health. Here is one, here's the simple equation. High fiber foods are also highly nutritious and are associated with health promotion. Low fiber foods are generally less nutritious and are associated with a greater risk of disease. Another way to look at this is people who consume the most fiber rich foods are the healthiest from the standpoint of a whole host of health markers. In one study, it was found that the amount of fiber that people consume may better predict weight gain, insulin levels, and other cardiovascular risk factors that does, uh, than does the total fat consumed. What can fiber do for you? Well, a high-fiber diet has a whole host of health benefits. First and simplest being that these foods tend also to be packed with disease-fighting phytonutrients. This would be reason enough to eat them, but there's more. High-fiber foods have been proven to provide very specific health benefits that promote cardiovascular health, digestive health, and improve glucose tolerance, as well as cancer prevention. Research has shown that a high-fiber diet may lower the risk of coronary heart disease. While when soluble fiber mixes with water in the digestive tract, it forms a gel that acts to mop up the cholesterol and is squirted out of the system. In one study, women who consumed the most cereal fiber were approximately 35% less likely to develop to develop heart disease compared with those who ate the least fiber. In yet another study, 42,850 men, the health professional follow-up study, found that during a 14-year period, there was an 18% decrease in the risk for coronary heart disease in men with the highest dietary intake of whole grains. And when adjusted additionally for bran intake, those with the highest brand intake had a 30% reduced risk for coronary heart disease. Another recent study, another recent body of research has pointed to the association of C-reactive protein with inflammation and the resulting heart disease. And another recent study found that the high fiber intake is inversely associated with C-reactive protein, or CRP, levels. In this study, those with the highest fiber intake had almost a 40% reduced risk of having a high CRP, or C-reactive protein, compared with participants in the lowest quintile of fiber intake. A high-fiber diet can play an important role in both preventing diabetes and managing it. We know that by slowing digestion, fiber helps reduce 
the rapid rise in blood sugar that occurs after eating foods that contain carbohydrates. One small study had an impressive result for the participants. The study group included 13 participants with type 2 diabetes. By the end of the study, those who ate 50 total grams of fiber daily had seen a total cholesterol reduction of 6.7%, an LDL cholesterol reduction of 6.3%, and a triglyceride reduction of 10.2%, a very low-density lipoprotein cholesterol reduction of 12.5%, a blood glucose level level reduction of 10% and a blood insulin level reduction of 12%. These patients received these results by consuming unfortified foods, particularly those high in cholesterol-lowering soluble fiber. While it's true that this is more fiber than many people are accustomed to eating, the health benefits were considerable. For example, the decrease in blood glucose levels was similar to that achieved by taking an oral hypoglycemic drug. High-fiber foods play a role, and in some instances, controversial in fighting cancer. For example, while the relationship between high-fiber foods and colon cancer remains uncertain, at least two observational studies from Europe and the United States have found an inverse relationship between a total dietary fiber and the incidence of colon polyps or cancer. It's also been demonstrated that a high dietary fiber intake reduces the risk for rectal, breast, prostate, laryngeal, and ovarian cancers. We do know that fiber can play an important role in preventing a reoccurrence of breast cancer. And now, thanks to better care, more and more women are living with a history of breast cancer. It's very important to adopt any and all strategies that could prevent reincurrences. Epidemiological evidence overwhelmingly suggests that a diet low in unhealthy fat, rich in fruits and vegetables, is associated with a reduced risk for many can- many primary cancers, including breast cancer. This type of diet also reduces the circulating estrogen levels in breast cancer survivors and could potentially stave off reoccurrence. In one study of breast cancer survivors, the intervention group had a significant increase in fiber from 22 to 29 grams a day and a significantly lower intake of fat. These women found that their levels of estrogen decreased significantly, and analysis of the data showed that this, that this change was independently associated with the increased fiber intake, but not the decrease in fat intake. As the author of the study said, dietary strategies that reduce estrogen stimulation may help reduce risk of reoccurrence and improve the likelihood of survival in women with a history of breast cancer. 
good news for those of us trying to maintain an optimum weight, high-fiber diet has been inclusively associated with healthy weight management and maintenance. It's generally thought that fiber may decrease calorie intake and promote weight loss by inducing satiety or the feeling of fullness, as well as reducing blood glucose concentrations following a meal. We know that the soluble fiber intake has been shown to be inversely associated with long-term weight gain. In a recent study, the the daily consumption of either three apples or three pears, both fruits are high in soluble fiber, was associated with weight loss in overweight women. And finally, the old news is still good news. High-fiber diet promotes normal bowel function and helps prevent constipation, hemorrhoids, and diverticulitis. So a dozen top choices for fiber. Black beans, one cup cooked, 15 grams of fiber. Pinto beans, one quarter cup dry, 14 grams of fiber. Garbanzo beans, one cup cooked, is 13 grams of fiber. Nature's Path Optimum Power Breakfast. This is the wax, soy, blueberry. One cup of that cereal has 10 grams of fiber. Uncle Sam cereal, which is a toasted whole grain wheat flakes with crispy whole flax seed. One cup has 10 grams of fiber. Kashigo Lean Protein High Fiber Cereal and or Snack. Three quarters of a cup has 10 grams of fiber. Lentils, one quarter cup dry, equals nine grams of fiber. Barbara's Bakery Grain Shop High Fiber Cereal Medley, one cup, eight grams of fiber. Post Original Shredded Wheat and Bran, one half cup, eight grams of fiber. Raspberries, one cup raw, eight grams of fiber. All those seeds in those raspberries, I'll tell you. Nature's Path Flax Plus Multi-Brand Cereal, one cup, seven grams of fiber. And last on his dozen list, Frozen Green Peas, one cup, seven grams of fiber. And I think we've reached the end of our time, so I am going to unmute us. Uh Or maybe I'm not. Maybe Brian has to do the magic this morning. Everyone's unmuted. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, now's our chance to say goodbye to each other. (laughs) And there we have it. Why fiber is important in our diet. (laughs) So Nikki finally connected. And so we talked a moment or two, and she will probably do next Thursday for you. Okay? Okay. Okay, but I'll be prepared just in case. Yes, yes, and uh, she said she was having trouble with her internet. Um, Anyway, there you have it, and thank you for, as ever, catching the ball. Well, Uh, you know, thank you. It's a team effort, guys. You know, we help each other out. That's what we do. So, yes. Great information. Thank you. Great information. You're welcome. You're welcome, Victoria. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm going, hmm, maybe I need to be adding a little more fiber, but eating so many fruits and vegetables does help start you down that path, but not quite get you there. So, you know, beans are always a good, beans and lentils are always a good thing to add in extra for that extra fiber yes, boost. any kind of beans. Agreed. Well, with that being said, top of the hour, which is in about two minutes, one team global is live on Facebook with one of our wonderful leaders to build a new skin business. And I've got to jet out of here because I've got to go get ready for tutoring. So have a great day, everyone. Thank you. You too. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Brian, as ever. Bye, everybody.